Welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen, in the bullpen today, we have Mr. Christian Daytok, experienced journalism professional, a wide background of editorial leadership positions, and really one of the best out there. All right, thank you so much, Christian. How are you today, sir? I'm great, Dr. Ritchie. Excited to be back with you and breaking down all this news relating to the former president today. Man, this is interesting. So let's start with. The reality that a former president of the United States has now been raided by the FBI and possibly based on the narrative was in custody, had nuclear weapons, classified information related to nuclear weapons. That you don't get bigger than that. You gotta think about secrets. Like that's the biggest thing because of the Reality, it can actually end entire civilizations. A nuclear weapon can end a civilization. Talk about what this actually means and give us some insight to your investigative or journalism as it relates to this. Well, this is wholly unprecedented, first and foremost. There's yeah. never been a violation by the president of the Presidential Records Act, nor the Espionage Act, which, according to the warrant that was signed off by Judge Reichardt, before the raid of Mar-a-Lago indicated former President Trump was in clear violation of, in addition to this ongoing investigation by the Justice Department. And when you think about it, violations of the Espionage Act in our current modern times, the two big names that come to mind, first and foremost, Chelsea Manning, who of course was court-martialed back in 2013, served a seven-year jail sentence for their role in whistleblowing against US military, and of course, Julian Assange, who was indicted in 2019. Now, President Trump might not be risen to that level of uh, of uh, such a, such a sentence or the, the number of indictments, considering the number of documents that we have. Uh, the the item receipt appears to indicate that authorities left with 11 boxes of various materials this past week, uh, at least one of which was marked top secret. Uh, but this is a major big deal. I mean, if you think about the nuclear arsenal, the United States, uh, you know, ace in the hole. When you think about its military deterrence and military might, this is something that we've never seen before. Uh, so I think it's probably best instead of uh, prognosticating, we should sit back, wait for that full warrant and full item list to be released by the DOJ. Which again, we just got information breaking within the last five minutes or so that that's going to be handed down imminently. Uh, because again, this this is. Un, uncharted territory we're in right now. Uh, and no matter what President Trump says, or, or excuse me, former President Trump, or you know, even his opponents are saying, no one really knows how this is gonna play out at this point in time. Let's look at the facts. 11 boxes were removed during this particular raid. You already had 15 boxes returned by way of a mandate sent to the former President of the United States. So that's 26 boxes of information, right? Those are the things we know of on record. Now let's go to the character of Donald Trump, because him being president changed nothing as far as his character. Before he became president, he was a corrupt capitalist. While he was president, he was a corrupt capitalist. When he exited being president, he was a corrupt capitalist. Today, he's still a corrupt capitalist. Why would, and this is the question I have, and I've posed this, on record, 
Why would a corrupt capitalist steal highly consequential classified information relating to nuclear weapons, period? And if they try to spin later, Christian, that somehow he wanted the American public to know about these things, cuz that could become an excuse later. The president has full authority to declassify. So if this was such an issue where he believed it needed to be outside of the custodial dynamic of intelligence and classification, he could have declassified the information while being president of the United States. My point is this, Christian, and I know you're a hardcore and reputable journalist, but look at the information. If if a former president is in receipt by way of theft of highly classified documentation relating to nuclear weapons technology, and he has been given multiple opportunities to turn this stuff back over to give it back to the official government. Why do you think a former president would not do so when he was mandated in the beginning? And the DOJ sending the FBI means they did not believe he would produce this classified information under subpoena. Which means they thought he's either going to hide it or destroy it if we issue the subpoena. What are your thoughts on that? You threw a lot at me right there, but <laughs> right. I, I think when you look at how Donald Trump operates, especially following January 6th, you have to take his ego into account. And we know for a fact at Mar-a-Lago, the, the former president has put on notes from Kim Jong-un on display. He's displayed a number of trinkets and souvenirs from his time in the White House to show the people down in Florida, people who still view him as not only the the leader of the Republican Party, but in many people's minds, uh, falsely I might add, uh, the true president of the United States right now. And I think that's really how you have to, to view this thing. I don't believe this man is operating as a rational, uh, you know, cold calculated, uh, you know, cunning capitalist the way you put it. I think he's someone who's been pushed into a corner. He's a dangerous animal right now. And so he wanted to pull all of the ammo he had with him to potentially retaliate down the line. Now there is one note here that I, I think is a very important that we, that we um, I guess take note of, excuse my alliteration for a second. But Cash Patel, one of the top ranking Trump intelligence officials has been making the media rounds today talking about a point you just mentioned. All of these documents were declassified by former President Trump by leaving the, the before leaving the White House. Even if that were true, there is a proper protocol that that should go through and that it should be properly disclosed, if not outright published to the public, that these tranches of documents, these sensitive materials and, uh, and, and bulletins, whatever they might be, uh, their classification rating has been decreased. It would lead me to believe from everyone I've talked to that that process was not followed. So now in violation of the Espionage Act, it might not just be that former President Trump had these documents. It could be that he mishandled them and that the chain of command, uh, the proper routes for these declassification type processes were violated. There's hey, another Christian. point that we need to take oh, part of, but I'll let you uh, kick it. You know, I'll kick it no, back no. to you right now. No, I don't no, want to no, get too long-winded. Go <laughs> no, go ahead. I want you to, to finish your, your next point, please. 
Well, my next point has to do with Trump's own supporters. And this is the part where I think it's especially important for the media to not necessarily dance on his grave and wait to see exactly what is in these documents. Because what, you know, we take a look at what happened Thursday in Cincinnati. A man who we haven't prescribed a motive to via law enforcement attacked, tried to shoot his way into an FBI office. And you have to think the violent rhetoric from, from former President Trump about the FBI, from a number of sitting Republicans, supporters of the former president that they've made in the last couple of days, that's going to drive some of these hardcore supporters of former President Trump, some of these people who might have marched on the Capitol on January 6th had they been in Washington to do something dangerous, to do something reckless. And that's, I think, the last thing we need right now as a country. Yeah, and the people that engage in that activity need to have their asses locked up immediately. So look at Marjorie Taylor Greene. Within 48 hours, she has declared herself, after that race, she declared herself enemy of the state. She now has a new clothing line, defund the FBI and a bunch of other sayings. So she's making money off of this. And I will say this, Christian, about the new kind of national public television defense of Donald Trump. They're lying. And let me tell you why they're lying. When this raid first went down, that was not the defense. Donald Trump did not say, I declassified all this stuff. Let me tell you how it happened. That was not the defense from the attorneys. As a matter of fact, they were no comment for a while. Now, days later, when they have been able to huddle and figure out their spin or cover story, all of a sudden, there's a new narrative, a new defense that was not initially proposed. Why, Christian? Because they're lying. That's why. And maybe this was their default setting, thinking, all right, at some point, we're going to maybe have to explain this, and this is the way we will do it. I'm not 100% sure on that. But I'm gonna let you get the final words on this one. As it stands now, do you see it the way I see it? The FBI, the Department of Justice, they have really, in a very practical way, staked their reputation on the credibility of this particular raid and the investigation against President Trump. How do you see that? I think you're absolutely right. When you look at former President Trump's political history, it's really one of, and I, I hate using this words, but it's almost an underdog story. Mm. If you look at it through the media's lens, there's been so many scandals, so many times he's been quote unquote dead to right. They've got him now, his back is up against the wall. And he's continually managed to survive these scandals. If he finds a way out of this one, I can't imagine that any other movement, any other investigations into him by the current administration will be looked at as plausible, as as rational, and as non-political moving forward. So it's imperative that the FBI get this one correct, or if not, we're entering again uncharted territory. Very well said, Christian. Always a pleasure. We're out of time. Thank you for coming on the show. Tell people how they can follow you and check out your great work. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Talk Radio, T-O-C Radio. Dr. Richie, it's always a pleasure being back with you. Thank you so much.